And I think that's what's most important in this whole lesson is that, yeah, you need to, you need to move, like move figuratively Mm -hmm. in your business when things aren't perfect. Because if you're always waiting for it to be perfect, you'll never get anything done. But you also need to know when that movement is going to cripple you and make it so that you cannot get anything done ever. Hey guys, welcome back to Be Unemployable. Oh my gosh, if you guys aren't watching the video of this, go back to YouTube and watch the video of this episode because Cosmo, Maggie's new puppy, is in the video and I might talk like this the entire time. I'm gonna die. He's so cute. He may not be able to hear you because I'm wearing headphones, but that's fine. Oh my god, look at his ears. He's so precious. He's so precious. So Cosmo Kramer, my seven-month-old puppy, he's younger than we thought. Okay. By three months. Yeah. Um, He is. Oh, my God. I'm going to die. I don't know if I'm capable of recording a podcast and talking like a normal human because he's so. Oh, my God. Look at the kisses. I can't stand it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to yeah. try. I'm going to be quiet now. Okay. You talk. Oh, my God. He did a. He, did, he does big yawns. He does big stretches. Oh my gosh. I'm dead. He, is, he is the most. Here, I'm just going to move this a little bit. Yeah, down. please. Like, I don't really care to see way. you, Maggie. I love you, but I do want to see Cosmo the yeah, entire time. I'm not time. wearing a bra, so. I don't care. Sorry. Look at the baby. Sorry for the free range titties, but here oh, we have baby. a puppy. We have a puppy. So, I got a puppy, you guys. His name is Cosmo, and he is amazing. So he is seven months old. His mother was a Chihuahua Dachshund mix. And he, his father was a terrier. So he's a little big, a lot bigger than I thought he'd be. He is currently 19 pounds. Now, our biggest... Oh, he's leaving. Okay, hi. Hello. <laughs> Just me now. <laughs> um... He's currently 19 pounds. He'll probably get bigger because he's only seven months old. But he has got short legs for his size. He's got a longer back. And he's got a giant head. It's hilarious. Like when you're dealing with him in person, he's got a big old head. If you start hearing him cry, it's because the other dogs are on the other side of the door. Okay. So it's not that I'm mean to my dog. So, he's adorable. Hi, baby. Oh, you're so cute. You're so cute. So, he is, um, he, I got him from a rescue that is two and a half hours away from me. He is part of a hoarding situation that oh, was happening no. down there. He was taken uh, months ago out of the hoarding situation, but he was part of a litter so they got the mom, the dad, the all, all of his brothers and sisters, and other dogs out of the out of the situation. What's up? What's up? We have training treats for him because he is growing. 
Oh, he's eating a lot. Um, he, I found him on Petfinder, mm-hmm. and fell in love with him. Now I look at Petfinder like kind of a lot. Like Petfinder and Zillow are like, like my porn hub. Like I'm just like oh. <laughs> Fun Let's... fact: My last semester of undergrad, I literally failed an exam because I was on Petfinder the entire class period, and yeah. it was an interesting psychology class. Like I was getting A's in it, and my professor was like, "I don't understand what happened here." And I was like, "To be totally mm-hmm. honest, I already have a job lined up, and I was literally looking for dogs during your entire class, and it's totally on me. Like, you're a great professor. I was not paying attention to you. And then I got an A on the next exam. But, like, I literally failed an entire, like, midterm because I was on PetFinder the entire time. Anyway, I just had to say that. Keep talking. So PetFinder and Zillow is, like, your porn hub. Yeah. 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 It's a thing. Those are, like, like, that's, that's hot like yeah. houses yeah. and animals not like animals are hot but you know what I mean. no yeah so they're just the best they're so cute so he he just jumped out at me and like i he is on my lap trying to get in my shit he does not have manners yet we are working on them but he is he just jumped out at me his name was brownie on there and i was like absolutely not his name is not brownie but I could see how his name could be Brownie. He has brindle um, feet. He has a brindle muzzle. He's got a little spotted dick sheath. Like, he's just so cute. Mm. So, he's just the cutest little puppers. And I fell in love with him. So, I, I, for the first time in my adult life, because Sean handled both the other ones. So, yeah. he found Sam on Petfinder, like, he handled all of them. But in first time for me, I reached out and was like, I'm going to need this dog. And <laughs> the president of the, of the rescue got back to me and was like, he's actually my foster and explained his situation and said, he is being bullied by all of the other dogs. Cause he's so sweet. Oh, the other dogs are mean to him they corner him they nip at him and he fights back like he will he will show his teeth and he will fight back but he doesn't start anything like he's just so submissive and when i met him his tail was between his legs and he like immediately went to show his belly and by the time we got home like no joke so there was an accident on the way home and it took forever to get home but by the time we got home he was nuzzling for kisses and like sitting on my chest and just in love with us. And he's Aww. been like that. So we got him on Saturday and we are recording this on Monday. And he has been like that ever since. Now he is attached to all four of us. Like he is mainly attached to me. Second would be Sean. And then third would be third and fourth are the kids. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's, fully housebroken he's crate trained we've tried to get him to sleep in bed with the kids first night he did sleep with logan but then he's slept in his crate even though he has a bed to sleep and he goes to his crate to sleep oh he's just a good boy but i had to take the mirror off the wall in our bedroom 
mm-hmm. because it's a full length mirror. And when he sees himself, he he doesn't bark. He's not a barker. Uh-huh. But when he sees himself in the mirror, he starts barking and like getting aggressive because he's scared. And like he, he literally walks behind my dresser oh, and hides. Oh, baby. Yeah. So he's um he's got we've got to get over some stuff. He's my my oldest dog is crazy asshole. Uh-huh. His son's name. His name's Crowley. But <laughs> he has a vet appointment today to get on anxiety medication. My oldest dog does because he wants to eat Cosmo alive. Okay. Sam is super welcoming of Cosmo. He's Aww. just excited. But Crowley wants to eat him alive. So, and I know that's just anxiety based. That's because that's how Crowley is. So he has an anxiety medication because he has to be, he has to be tranked to go to the vet in general. Yeah. He has an anxiety checkup today. Okay. So that he, he can meet Cosmo because Cosmo wants to be with them. Like he wants to. And. His foster mom, the president of the kind, I don't know, kind for paws or something like that. I don't uh-huh. remember the name of it, but I will gladly tell you all the name of the rescue. Um, as soon as I remember it. Nope, you can't have that. He, this is the most curious dog I've ever met. It's he he's is more curious all than... over Maggie right now. I wish you guys go watch the video if you haven't already. Like if you're not watching it right now, go watch the video. I will actually upload it. Unlike the other he... ones that I haven't uploaded yet. He, oh my gosh, stop. That's him on the mic. Um, It's kind hands for paws. That's what it is. Yeah, kind hands, the number four paws. And he is, he came from Becky, the president, and she's amazing. She gave him, I mean, I I donated to, 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 to have him. But he came to me with a collar, a leash, and a harness. Oh! I was, I was. Stop it! He keeps booping the mic. But Becky was amazing. We spent an hour together. Becky, um, Sean, me, and Cosmo. Uh huh. We all we spent an hour in the grass, just hanging out, making sure that it was a good transition, that he was comfortable, he didn't feel abandoned. Uh huh. Like that, she made sure she said, you know, I've turned down people because I just don't like the energy when I see them. Absolutely. Cosmo Cosmo came over to us and was by the end of the time he was he was hanging out with us. So she knew he would be good, and he is so good. He's such a good boy. He's perfect. He's so perfect. He is. So yeah, that's how I ended up with this guy. I wanted him. Oh, in, immediately. And Sean's like, that's a big dog. And I was like, because we have small dogs, like super small dogs. Right. I mean, Crowley's 16 pounds. He's not super small. But this guy's head, he has the head of like a medium-sized dog. Yeah. And he has the body of a small dog. It's hilarious. So he, has, he has the head of a medium, like, he got the head of a bigger dog and everything else of a small dog. It's I, so funny. That is hilarious. He looks like a cartoon character, but he is so, he's so beautiful. Yes, he is. Oh, slipped me the tongue. But 
yeah so that's that was my that's what i've been up to since we last spoke we don't even need to talk about me because all i care about is cosmo that's literally all that i care about like my spark notes update is just uh getting shit ready to move we're gonna be moving um we're leaving michigan on friday we should be in colorado by sunday monday so really excited about that hi angel Angel, and we've already talked about how cosmo is going to be on the plane with you when you come to visit i've been taking him everywhere i went to um the studio with him and let him like he is a he's good at riding in cars he vomited the first like when we brought him home Mm -hmm. but he'd also apparently eaten everything under the sun because i'd never seen so much vomit out of a dog Uh uh-huh and then he didn't vomit either way to the studio you know they were back from the studio yeah he's so good he literally just lays down in the passenger seat for the whole car ride like you just make a bed with some a blanket or a bed and he, he lays down like he's a good travel buddy he's learning how to walk on a leash so i gotta i gotta finish that training with him mm-hmm. but he would be he'll be an amazing travel partner i'm so sad i'm not gonna be able to meet him in person before i leave like if i was leaving even a few days later than i am i would go to ohio and meet him like right now yeah. um so that he's means he- he's worth a trip and i'm not he's- kidding Oh my, I know he is. I know. Look at his little face. He's worth a trip. He is perfection. Oh, and this is just a friendly reminder that if you don't like dogs, we don't like you and don't listen to our podcast anymore. Yeah. If you don't like dogs, we are not the podcast for you. We're really not. Because... Like, we, I don't, I don't even want it to show that you're a viewer. Like, just hop off right now. I can't. We are dog people. Dog people. More than we are people, people. Like, I feel like right. we, <laughs> we bonded over I that prefer, really quickly, though. I prefer before. animals. Yeah. Unfortunately, animals don't have money, so I'm not able to dedicate my life to service of animals. I do have to serve people because I do need to pay yeah. my bills. Yeah. We, my, um, Joe and I joke that our dog Newton is running multiple businesses, one being a, uh, a home security business. That's a 24 hour home security business. And therefore he needs Bruno as reinforcement. So um, we, we talk about Newton as if he's a very, very high achieving businessman. Um, but he is, he, he is, he just, um, he's still in the startup phase of his business. He hasn't figured out how to generate revenue from it, but he's very, very high achieving uh, business owner. Crowley would be a murderer. If oh, he, he would. Human. Okay. So he'd be like, yeah. um, he'd be a serial um, killer. Ser- serial am, killer. Yeah. I am from Ohio. Uh-huh. And we do have a fair amount of serial killers. Who's from so. Ohio. That's a serial killer. Like famously. Jeffrey Dahmer. I actually have a whole shirt coming. Would you like me to talk about it? I will tell you. Yeah. So, so if you guys didn't know, I also like murder. No, I don't like murder. Like murder. <laughs> you want to rephrase that? I'm a big fan of murder. I'm a big fan of people killing are. people. Oh my gosh. So, but I do like true crime. Okay, that's yeah. that's the best way to say it. I yeah. do like true crime. And I just ordered a shirt, and it's a serial killer shirt. This place 
It's on Etsy. They do all like serial killers based on the shirts or based on the state, right? Mm-hmm. So they have this whole, it says greetings from Ohio and there's the state of Ohio. And then based on where they're from, it has the mugshot of the serial killer. And then oh. the back of the shirt, it looks like it would be a concert. Mm-hmm. shirt you know right. like yes yep the location and all that mm-hmm. but it's not it's the name of the serial killer their nickname their victim number their body count and then the years active oh wow damn so i have that mm-hmm. on its way it just shipped um but we have um let's see we have the Cincinnati Strangler. We have Dr. No, mm-hmm. which Dr. No is actually, uh, it's a show right now. It's a miniseries. Oh, we have dang. Angel of Death. We have Dr. Death. That's also a, that's also a show right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the Cleveland Torso Murderer, who is never identified. Ooh. And then most recently, which was 2007 to 2009, we have Anthony Sowell, who was, he was the Cleveland Strangler. Like, he literally had one of his victims jumped out a, win- a second-story window to try to escape him. Like, it was oh a big God. deal. So when that was happening, I um, I was working, oh, I was actually working at AT&T, but, like, I was, I was working out and about, like, in corporate. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, a huge deal when all that was going on. So I need to buy that shirt and then wear it when I need to travel solo so that people see that and they're like, you know what? That's not the single female that I want to fuck with today. Yeah. They're going to be like, she knows how to fight back. She knows how to fight back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just bought that shirt for myself. I, I love like, that. That shirt's amazing. I love that journey for you. <laughs> Thanks. Maggie, I just realized we didn't talk about what we're going to talk about today prior to starting to hit record because I told you we need to start immediately so that I could hear about um, Cosmo's backstory. Surprise. Surprise. That's hilarious. And let's talk about it. Um, Let's pick a topic. Let's pick a topic. No pressure as this is being recorded. This is live, guys. This, this is live. This is this is how we decide our podcast tr- topics. We don't do the thing where we plan ahead. We just literally, yeah, just, right before we hit record, what, we talk about it. This is what a neurodivergent podcast is really like. Seriously. Um. Gosh. Fuck. My okay. brain just went blank. So let's talk about how to do business when you have so many life changes happening, <laughs> like getting a new dog and moving. Yeah, let's, yeah, that's, that's a really good topic, actually. That's a really fucking great topic because um, I feel, and this may just be my insecurity, but um. And I talked to to Maggie about this before. Being a a young person who 
is child-free. I think sometimes I give off an impression that my life is just very, very calm and boring. And that's why I've been able to start a business when in reality it has been a GD shit show for the last year. A lot of life changes. A lot of changes. And now you have a new member to your family, a new doggo. Mm -hmm. Also a lot of shit. So what a great time to talk about this. Yeah. So let's talk about that. And not only, not only that, I had surgery earlier this year. Yeah. I mean, like I have dealt with some shit. Yes. Um, sparkle emoji. <laughs> so, like, let's talk about it. Let's get into it. So let's get into it. Yeah, this is this isn't planned, but I do think it's important because a lot of people, especially with summer, and if you had kids home this summer, mm-hmm. it this will hit this will hit really close to home yeah because when your kids are home it's easy to feel like oh shit i can't i can't even run my business right now because my kids are here yeah when in reality like that's not how life works no if you're waiting for things to be perfect or you'll only keep going when things are perfect then Good fucking luck because our brains alone make it to where it's imperfect. I mean, there's always a lot going yeah. on with our brains alone. Mm-hmm. So here's so let's let's start off with the oh sorry I saw a plug. See that's what I'm talking about. Um, okay, so let's start off with Jamie's situation. I <laughs> talk about <laughs> talk about the last year. And the fact that she started a business in this situation. All right. Let's just get down to it. So I, right now it's August. So right around a year ago, um, my husband had very, very, very severe health problems. And um, I'm not going to disclose them because he's not ready to be open about exactly what happened. But it did require me caring for him 24 7 for about three weeks straight um i'm talking like bathing dressing toileting like all activities of daily life um i had to be literally right next to him for three weeks uh his family his parents flew out to missouri not flew they drove out to missouri to help me because i was still uh finishing up my master's degree um he had to take a leave of absence from work my whole world got flipped upside down. I did not know if he was going to recover or what recovery would look like. Um, I was planning, I was coordinating all of his care with several different doctors, um, specialists. We went through brain scans. We went through, I mean, it's been a long journey to recovery. Um, For the most part, now he is recovered, but it wasn't just like three weeks and we're good. I mean, it was three weeks of very, 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 very intense care. And after that, um, you know, things got better over time. So we ended up moving uh, from Missouri to Michigan to live with his parents because I needed help caring for him while I was finishing my degree. Um, from there, we moved into a guest house that we're very fortunate his parents had. That's where we're currently living. 
Um, he was able to get back to work. Grateful for that. Um, but I started the business um, soon after we moved to Michigan, actually, in the midst of all in the midst of the peak of his um, health problems. So my my uh, my living situation completely changed. My relationship with my husband was completely different. I was his caregiver instead of his wife. I mean, it was both, but you know, when you when you transition to that caregiver position, things do change. Um, and so that's when I started the business. What happened is I picked up the book called Sorry. Um, you're good. I picked up the book called Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. And I'm not like over here like trying to plug his book. He's a 40-year-old white man. His experiences are very different from mine. But it did inspire me that I want to I want to work a job to where one, I can retire my husband and two, I can spend as much time as possible with him. That's where I started. And I didn't give a fuck what it took to get there. And that's why I started when I did. Um, that was, that was the basis of it. So nothing has been consistent since then between my living situation. We're now moving to Colorado. Um, things are ever changing for a period of time. His brother and brother's wife and two children and newborn baby also moved into the house where we were staying with Joe's parents. Um, and with my ADHD, it was very overwhelming, very overstimulating. I still had to run a business. Um, it was a lot. So that's what my life has looked like the last year. And of course, continued appointments, care for my husband, for his health to make sure that not only he um, continues getting better, but that he stays better. So that's what um, that's what my life has looked like the last year. And you have managed to start and run a business. And I've managed to start and run a business. Yeah. So part of that, now this isn't shaming anyone who's having a hard time. No, God, no. Oh my gosh, no. No, no, no. No. So, but part of that is understanding that you still need to do, especially when you when you're in a caretaker role for anyone else, mm-hmm. you still need to do what's best for you because yeah. otherwise you're going to grow resentful. So you have to. Yes. It's literally one of the only ways to maintain your happiness is doing something for yourself Absolutely. while you're taking care of other people. Second of all, there are times during this process that Jamie has had to stop doing the business for her Mm -hmm. own mental health. Absolutely. And that's fine. So, so while, yeah, you can't wait for everything to be perfect to do to work. You also need to know when you have to stop working in order to preserve your own sanity. Right. So there's two sides to mm -hmm. that. And I think that's, what's most important in this whole lesson is that, yeah, you need to, you need to move, like move figuratively Mm -hmm. in your business when things aren't perfect. 
because if you're always waiting for it to be perfect, you'll never get anything done. But you also need to know when that movement is going to cripple you and make it so that you cannot get anything done ever. Absolutely. It's a fine line. It, it is an incredibly fine line. And if I'm being super transparent. I have pushed myself when I shouldn't have. And being a new business owner, um, I didn't see the signs of burnout as quickly because I'm a new business owner. I didn't know what burnout as a business owner looked like until I wasn't functional for a couple days. Like I was just downright like over fucking whelmed. And I told you that. And I said, hey, I'm not going to be able to do jack shit for the next few days. And I feel like we're both really good at telling each other when we've hit that mental brick wall and we need to to hit pause. Yeah. And it's really important to know enough about yourself to be able to say, hey, no, I can't. Nope. Yeah. Uh-uh. Nope. But. The problem with burnout is that you don't always know that you're in it until you're Mm -hmm. in it. Yeah. You don't, you don't know it's coming. Mm -hmm. So you're just like, oh yeah, things are fine. Things are like everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Everything is terrible, but isn't that how it always is? And then all of a sudden you're like, no. You're like, I'm not okay. Yeah. So burnout is chronic stress. Okay. So That's Mm -hmm. the thing. People say, oh, it's burnout. It's just burnout. But you need to identify what burnout is. So Mm -hmm. burnout's chronic stress. And in order to overcome burnout, if you want to call it overcoming or recover from, Mm -hmm. I guess would be the best way to say it, you need to identify where the chronic stress is coming from. Yes. And when you're dealing with something like, we're going to use Jamie as an example, since since she went first, you need to identify where it's coming from. But in Jamie's, it, it's coming from multiple places, right? Mm-hmm. So then you need to explore what options you have to step away from. You can't step away from caring for your family. No. What are you going to do? Come right. on. Right. <laughs> now, what can you step away from? You can step away from the business side of things because it's it's not her business is still small Mm -hmm. where you can step away and say to people hey and the other part is not only is her business small her business is built on prioritizing mental health it truly is there's a reason why i only am front-facing clients one hour a week because i know that to preserve my long-term mental health i needed to not do a one-to-one model it wouldn't have worked for me long term Um, So that was very strategic. And I also prioritize the quality of care versus how much money I'm going to be making. And that's why I'm not taking on clients. It's literally for my mental health. I know that there's a lot of things going on in my life. I need to still study for my boards. I need to move. And I know that my current clients are getting a very high quality of care that I'm not willing to jeopardize by bringing on more people. But yes, there is a reason why I'm only front facing clients one hour a week. And then throughout the week, I'm messaging them through the discord app to keep it, keep in touch and to make sure they're on track. And that is easy to manage. It is because, you know, and, and it might not feel it some days. Don't get me wrong. Some days it's like, please don't anybody talk to me. Don't anybody talk. I don't care who you are. Don't talk to me. Yeah. But 
once you identify that chronic stress, you can see, okay, I can, you know, here, here are the options I have. And if you don't see your options, you need to talk to somebody else. And that can be friends, family, therapist, coach. Absolutely. tell you to talk to all the time. Like, yes. that's not news. We are no. always saying, like, talk to somebody else. Because when you are in the middle of a situation, you're too close to it. You are. I mean, shit. I, um, I had a therapy session with my therapist uh, a couple days after I was just, like, straight up overwhelmed, burnt out, chronic stress. Because um, a lot of our listeners probably feel this way. For me, depression is not a primary it's a secondary uh, condition from long-term anxiety. So my baseline is anxiety, but when anxiety is too intense for a long period of time, that's when it turns into depression. And mm-hmm. I straight up talked to my therapist, hey, I'm feeling depressed. And he had, this, he had really great feedback that I tell all of my clients, prioritize like what you can step away from, break down what does need to get done, put it in a list, and put it in a realistic timeline. Exactly what I tell all of my clients. But I was too fucking close to it to hear it. And you've also been really great at reminding me, hey, BU doesn't need to launch by a certain date. Mental health is priority. Like, put that first. We'll launch BU when we can. So, um, yeah, it takes it's, it takes coach, takes a therapist. It's not that ther- it's not that serious. Like, yeah, things are serious. Things are serious. Your mental health is serious. Mm-hmm. But when you're looking at this to-do list that is so massive, yeah, remind yourself that we're all going to be dead eventually anyway. You know, in literally in a hundred years, none of us are going to exist. It's the most morbid and comforting thing I've ever heard. She said this when we were at the studio doing pictures, and I I don't know what I, I was getting worked up over something fucking stupid. And you're like, it's not that serious. We're all going to be dead soon. And I'm just like, that's the most fucked up and comforting thing I've ever heard. It's hilarious, yeah. but it works. It's like, like it's not that serious. It's like yeah, in the moment, this is horrible, mm-hmm. and in a hundred years, no one will remember us except for our ancestors, right? So it doesn't matter. Doesn't. Really, really doesn't. So relax. Calm down. Calm down, but start your business. (laughs) Start your business because you want your ancestors to remember you and you want to make an impact on people's lives. Yeah. Those people are going to be dead too. But like, make their time here worth it. (laughs) Make their time here at least worth it. They're going to die too, but. We're all going to be dead. So in the end. It's fine. In the end, let's just all put on, like, flowing linen dresses and go play in the woods. I don't know. I give up. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Don't, don't listen to me. Don't do that. Um, but it, that's the thing. Like, when you get so overwhelmed, just look at the broad, broad strokes of it all. hmm It doesn't matter in 100 years. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Unless you're inventing, like, a car or something, then maybe it'll matter. But probably not. Probably not. Um, Probably not. We're literally, it's a ripple effect of how we're affecting each other. Mm -hmm. And yes, that will matter. The impact will matter. But like the picture you're taking or like the Zoom call you're getting on is not Not that big of a deal. Yeah. Like everybody relax. Everyone calm down. Calm down, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's just not that serious. 
Now, the other thing, like once you're, okay, so like, let's say, let's say that you're at that point and you finally identified like, okay, I need to step away from this. I need to step away from this. But how, how do you Mm -hmm. get to the point where you're not going to feel that burnout again in two months? So at that point, you need to, well, take control of your schedule, take control of your life because Mm -hmm. big changes happen. And that isn't, is the whole point of this, this episode. But the easiest way to prevent it from happening again is to set boundaries. Yes. Boundaries around your time, around your energy, who you're spending time with, prioritizing fun again, doing something simply because you enjoy it because... Um, if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably because you are a very high achieving person or you're a high achieving business owner. You're going to be one day if you're not already. And you get so caught up, especially in the building phase of what can I do? How do I strategize? What can I do different? When I'm, you know, you're learning so much and it's exciting. It's, it's exhilarating. It brings a lot of dopamine. And sometimes it's really hard to pull away from that simply to relax, speaking from experience. And we talked about this recently. I have to work on bringing leisure time back into my day. Like mm-hmm. I had to force myself to watch hours of Netflix because I hadn't finished an entire episode and I don't know how long. Yeah. It's really important to prioritize that. And that's like I made a I made a post I think last week on Instagram and I said that self-care is less about bubble baths and more about boundaries. Yeah. Because that is really what it that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. It's not like yeah, bubble baths are great, but to get to the bubble bath, you have to put a boundary in place that says, hey, my, you know, my work time, my brainstorm, even if it's just for yourself, mm-hmm. it doesn't even have to be other people's access to you. It could be your own access to you. It needs to mm-hmm. stop. So that way you can even take a bubble bath. Yeah. So that you can shut your brain down. I had to buy, because of the whole, you know, getting the dogs used to each other, mm-hmm. I had to buy noise canceling headphones, which is something that Jamie preaches nonstop. Like she will tell you, that it's one of the best investments you can ever make. I will. Yeah. Like you can if you're if you're broke right now and on food stamps, I'm I'm still gonna tell you to look into getting a twenty dollar pair of noise canceling headphones. Like yeah. fucking life changing. And she's not wrong. Okay. Like not wrong at all. Get noise canceling headphones. So I got them because I cannot handle this time period where Crowley really is whining because he can't see Cosmo and like, it's just blah, 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 blah. Like, it's just a lot. And that gives me anxiety because I love animals and I want them all to be happy. And when I hear that one is not happy because he wants to see him and he's sad he can't, like, that makes me crazy. Mm -hmm. So the boundary I had to put in place for myself was not to hear it. Yeah. was not to give that any more attention because the dogs are fine. They really are. They're mm-hmm. just fine. Mm-hmm. I'm doing that to myself. Mm-hmm. So I went on and paid Amazon for same day arrival. I went on at four, like 20 in the afternoon mm-hmm. and paid for arrival between five and 10 PM mm-hmm. because I couldn't stand it. Yeah. And then when it arrived, I charged them and I used them all night. 
Yeah. Like, I fell asleep with them on. I mean, I promptly took them off because, you know, when you wake up, like, there was literally no need once I was asleep. But yeah, because when all the dogs were asleep, too. Yeah. But that's a boundary I put in place for myself. Because I was like, I'm stressing myself out. Yes. No one is doing this to me. No one. So that's something to understand when you're when you're when you're feeling stress is that stress is your reaction to the situation the situation mm-hmm. simply is yes so chronic stress is you reacting to a bunch of different situations at the same time and continuing to do it continuing mm-hmm. not to put a boundary in place continuing continuing not to figure out how to solve that situation and that is where Jamie really would come in handy if it's an ADHD problem mm-hmm. because she's really amazing at boundaries. Now, as you heard, she's not actually taking any clients, but <laughs> when she is, yeah. or like talk to a therapist, talk mm-hmm. to somebody who is a pro at setting up boundaries. And if it's boundaries in your business, I can help you with that. Like I am really good at setting up boundaries in my business. You want to talk mm-hmm. to me and it's outside of time? Girl, bye. Like we will talk during Mm -hmm. business hours when I am available. Yep. So as a reminder, you, you don't need to apologize for needing help. Mm -hmm. You don't need to apologize for asking for help. You don't need to apologize for your current mental state. or taking time to find your peace or your, you know, recovering your mental state. Yeah. You don't need to apologize for any of these things. No. It's really important to remember that when you're going through a big change. It's really important to remember that always because as people with ADHD, we, I mean, Maggie, you and I, we were not born with amazing boundaries. Those are things that we had to learn through mm-hmm. over time, through therapy, through self-development, through it took a lot of fucking years and a lot of hard works. And it if you don't have those in place, it's very possible that you are I would say there's a ninety-nine point no, I'm actually gonna say it's there's a hundred percent chance you need professional help getting that. Because if you were brought up in a family that did not have um healthy boundaries, good mm-hmm. luck figuring it out all by yourself. I know I needed help. I needed a fucking years of therapy and now coaching. Mm-hmm. So and I needed, I needed help. I, it took me, I was in my thirties before I figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. So and now get, I'm in my forties and I'm, like, and I'm just like, piss off, piss, piss off. off, piss off. And that's, um, and don't think that that's a small thing to hire somebody for help with. If you're a business owner and you don't have boundaries around your time and your energy, talk to Maggie. If you are a woman with ADHD having a hard time with boundaries around family with just in life in general, then I will drop my inquiry form in the show notes. You can fill it out and then I'll talk to you when I am taking on new clients. But reach out to a professional, whether that be a psychologist, me, Maggie, I don't know, somebody. You need help. <laughs> go yeah. go get it in check. <laughs> and I mean, business problems are rarely business problems. Right. They're almost always life problems mm-hmm. that are just seeping into your business. Yeah. So almost all of my clients 
are just dealing with life problems that have seeped in. Mm-hmm. And it's the boundaries thing might show up in your business, but you're not enforcing boundaries somewhere else to have let it get to that point. Real talk. If that comment hurt you, then you need Maggie in your life because it means it's true for you. <laughs> yeah. If that bummed you out, then um, chatwithmaggie.com is where you, you should probably give her your credit card information right now. Uh, now is a good time for an ad break. Um, okay, <laughs> ad break. Hi, do you have terrible fucking boundaries in your business? Are you chronically exhausted yet seem to have a hard time making money? Or the money that you are making, it doesn't matter because you're tired all the fucking time and you don't don't even know how to spend it? You should probably talk to Maggie at chatwithmaggie.com. Maggie will teach you how to do boundaries in your business and in your life. Chatwithmaggie.com. Or just stalk her on maggieisley.com. That's M-A-G-G-I-E-I-S-L-E-Y.com. Okay, that, like our the, ad is over. I like that you said how to do boundaries. How to do We're boundaries. We're going to do them. Do We're going to do it. Do boundaries. Do it. Yeah. We're just going to do it. Do it. Yeah. Do it. That's so funny. I was sitting over here while you, oh, he woke up. I was taking pictures of Sleepy Cosmo. Oh, it's a baby. Yes, sleepy baby. Sleepy baby. Oh, my gosh. Don't worry. I just have the cutest dog in the whole wide world. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. Nobody worry. He's just the cutest. He's a pumpkin man. Who's a pumpkin? Is there a way you can't? We can't put pictures in the show oh, notes, can we? I was gonna, um, I was gonna figure out a way to put a picture of him in the show notes, but I don't know how no. to do things like that. That's not possible. That's no, fine. Um, he will be all over oh, my okay. um my Facebook group. So my business donates five percent of the profits to animal shelters. Um. This month, it's going to, I can't even remember the name of the animal shelter. Kind Hands for something. Kind Hands for Paws? For Paws, maybe. Yeah, Kind yeah. Hands for Paws. Um, I'm probably just going to partner with them permanently. We'll see how it goes when I talk to the the president. But um, yeah, 5% of, of uh, the revenue goes right towards shelter animals because i care too much about animals not to help all of them or at least try so if you want to see what um what cosmo looks like you are welcome to join my facebook group which is called outsmart adhd a community for women with adhd and i'm gonna be featuring him because he's so fucking cute and he just got adopted he did. He just got adopted on the 30th. It's a baby. I'll put July a 30th. link. I'll, if you want to see Cosmo, I will put a link to the Facebook group in the show notes this week. I don't typically, but everyone should see Cosmo. So I will put a link there so they can see him. He's so precious. He's perfect. He's practically perfect. And we should have named you Mary Poppins. He's practically perfect in every way. <laughs> Maggie, we didn't talk about any of your life transitions. We just talked about me for fucking ever. You had um, surgery. You mine are all dog. over Instagram. You can just literally go on my Instagram and read about them. She's like, I am too book. important to repeat all of this. Go on Instagram. What's your handle? Oh, it's been forty. It's been forty-six minutes. So I thought maybe. Um, oh, true. It's Maggie. 
as in Maggie, D <laughs> as in my middle initial. Uh. Maggie as in Maggie, D as in my middle initial, Isley as in my last name. D D as in Dick. D as in Dick. D as in Maggie. Dickhead. Um, <laughs> Maggie as in Maggie. D is in dickhead. Isley is in my last name. Um, that's my handle. Isley has an S in it. I called you why by the right. Why? I called you the wrong last name for fucking months, Maggie, and you never corrected me. Yeah, it's because everyone does. I know, but I feel bad. I I really feel bad when I mispronounce people's names. So people when I call me Isley all the time. I, I'm so sorry I did that. I try really hard to um, ask people the correct pronunciations before I say it. And with you, I didn't. I just said it wrong for fucking months until I heard you say it. And I'm like, oh, I've been calling you the wrong name for a long time. Yeah, people do that a lot. They call yeah. me Eiley. And it's like, oh, it's cute. You've never heard of the Isley Brothers. Yeah. They did. No. They did um, Shout, the song Shout. Oh, you know, no way. You know, shout. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, that's the Isley Brothers, spelled the exact same way. Uh huh. Yeah. And I didn't know that. I think it's hilarious when people say Isley because I'm like, oh, you're cute. You don't know. Oh, about... you don't know anything. No, I'm, I'm like, oh, you don't know old timey music. <laughs> that's cute. Because then I have two sons and they're the Isley Brothers, but not those Isley Brothers. Not those ones. Not those yeah. ones because that's going to be trade. Mark infringement, probably. Yeah, no, no, not that. So not, not those that. guys. Yeah. My sons are not Ronald and whatever the hell the other guy's name is. Right. Maggie, it's do you have voice. your tarot cards next to the bed? Because we told them we were oh going to God. do a tarot uh, reading. Oh, these haven't been cleansed. Oh, well, then don't use them. That's fine. I'm not trying to, like... Don't give me bad juju, bitch. I don't want that. And me. Yeah. <laughs> well, my other ones are in the kitchen. So next week. Oh, that's too far away. No. Um, Cosmo was the priority, and we did say that we would do it in an intro. It'll be the intro next week. Yeah, next week in the intro. And we don't apologize because it's Cosmo. It's a dog. And if you have a problem with us and talking we forgot. about the dog, and we forgot. And we forgot. <laughs> so it's fine. I don't know if you heard, but <laughs> we have ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a thing that we both have i don't know if anyone yeah. told you i don't know if anyone told you that but we do have it so i'm yeah. like super adhd mm-hmm. i'm medicated today too and i totally forgot oh yeah i am no. too i had to make too many calls to do it unmedicated i have to call on the i called on the utilities today i have to call on the internet i have to call in order the u-haul i'm not doing that unmedicated no thank you i would die yeah i'm not doing that unmedicated. not doing it I'm doing someone it medicated like, someone was like call and switch over the utilities i would even medicated i'd be like no That's, we will do business yeah. by pony express <laughs> and we will do candlelight uh-huh. and it will be fine and it'll be spend- totally I will send telegrams. Yes. With drawings in them for all yes. of my creative. Yes. Okay. You calm down. You 
Sorry, here comes the dog. I'm not sorry. Do actually. not apologize. So cute. He is so much bigger than the other dogs. It's hilarious. Like, yeah. I see his butt all, all the way over by the pillows. Oh, there he is. Yeah, he's oh. really long. I don't know. I don't know if you heard, but his mom was part dog. So. Yeah. And part oh dog. my god. So she was I a me. I cannot wait Damn. to kiss his face. I'm gonna have. He's gonna have his own bed when he visits. Like I'm gonna. I'm gonna get him a nice bed. So look he has at this his giant head. Bed. He's, he's a like, baby. He doesn't like, have a big this, head. Yeah. And his tongue is like big dog tongue. Like you know what I mean. So cute. Like. That really big, thick, wide tongue. Yes. My dogs oh my have gosh. a tongue the size of your thumb, like that uh-huh. little small tongue. Uh huh. This dog has a normal big dog tongue. Oh, he's so disproportionate. How freaking cute. He is so disproportionate. And oh. I'm just like, oh, you're like a Sims dog where I just put all the pieces together wrong. I love right. it. If I love want- it so much. If you want to donate directly to the Kind Hands for Paws, then sign up for Body Doubling because 100% of the first month goes directly towards the puppies. And I'll put the link in the show notes. Yeah, do that because then you get Body Doubling too. Yeah. And honestly, if you don't like the service, just sign up for a month and then cancel. I'm still going to give that first full month to the dogs. Like, do it for the dogs. Do it for the dogs. You shouldn't cancel because it's really helpful, but, like, if you do, it's fine because do it for the dogs. And he's got a whole bunch of litter mates that aren't ready yet. That's what the that's what the president was telling me. What are you doing over there? You just Oh, sorry. I'm, I was fidgeting with my gallon of water. Oh. So, um, but, yeah, his, the, his uh, foster mom, who's also the president, was saying that she has his litter mates still. Oh. And they're not all up yet. Like, they're not up. She's putting one up at a time as she gets them ready, like personality wise. How fucking great would it be if we helped to get them all adopted? I'll just like spam my Facebook group with pictures. Oh my God. And she meets you like, well, I mean, obviously these people outside of Ohio wouldn't, she wouldn't do that, but Mm -hmm. she meets you halfway. She met me halfway. Oh. So that way I didn't have to drive as far. Oh. She's like, are you going to come 77? And I was like, sure. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I haven't looked up directions. Yeah. And she was like, I'll meet you at this exit if you want to meet me there. And I looked and it took like an hour and 15 minutes off my drive time. I was like, okay. Uh, people so. who foster are like the world's greatest people. Um, yeah. Joe said that we could do it after we own a house. But I don't know if it's in my best interest mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we also were mm-hmm. quote unquote fostering Bruno, LOL. So um, yeah, I can't, I can't foster. Yeah. If I, I foster, money. <laughs> if I foster, I will own all the dogs. All I'll of like, I'm, them. I'm fostering. I'll be like, no, they were a bad fit. They can't. <laughs> oh, this dog yeah. is terrible here. I'll just take care of it until it dies. I'll be like, this is a red zone case. And they'll be like, yeah. he's always looking your face. And I'll be like, red zone. He's trying to eat me. We're going to have to keep him here. Like, this one this one bites my nose to play. And he only uh-huh. bites my nose. He, I think he bit Sean's nose a little bit. But uh-huh. he hasn't bit either of the kids' nose. And it's, like, affectionate uh-huh. to play. Uh-huh. And Logan saw him bite my nose. And he's like, oh, my gosh, he bit you. I was like, no, he didn't. He puts his mouth on my nose. Like, he doesn't bite at all. He just puts his mouth on my nose to play. And I'm just like... Oh my god, he's the cutest dog I've ever seen in my life. Cause like he's Crowley so will like 
Crowley doesn't bite people at all, but he will eat, he'll eat another dog. And Crowley will, will, once he's amped up, like he'll, he will, even with us, clamp down. But he would never do that just unprovoked. Yeah. Once he sees another dog, his anxiety gets him so amped up. It's really hard to Oh, BB. Hopefully the anxiety meds help. Yeah. For his appointment. And he's going to be 10 this year. So, I mean, he's old. Oh. He's going to be 10 in October. It's a baby. He's an old man. Crowley's an old man. And Sam's going to be nine this month. Oh, you have yeah. two old men. That's why I needed a puppy in here. Yeah. Because I can't just sit around with two old men. No, like and you're married to one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's too many old I men in one house. All these old men all around me, and I'm just like, I can't. Yeah. I'm not into this old man energy. Right. Right. So. All right. That's we just can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop, going for like an hour. Yeah, I guess it's, I mean, it's for Cosmo. I'm not sorry about it, so. He's perfection. He's perfection. Go on the Facebook group and then go donate. The only time I've ever heard him bark is when he saw his own reflection. How fucking cute is that? It was so adorable, I almost died. Did we mention that if you don't like dogs, we don't want you listening to this podcast? I don't know if we mentioned that yet, but. They aren't listening anymore if they don't like dogs. <laughs> all we talked about. It's all we talked about. I'm just like, don't apologize for your mental health. Also, get out of here if you don't right. like dogs. Right. Fuck off if you don't like dogs. We don't like you anyway. Also, we're extremely intolerant of other other people who don't like dogs. Yeah. Incredibly intolerant. Incredibly. So sorry. Unless you you've been it. like attacked by a dog. I was and... by a German Shepherd. And you know what? I still like them. Actually, yeah, we don't. We, there's no excuses. There's no excuses. There's no excuses because you so, know what? Yeah. There, there's everybody has a story, including dogs. Yeah. So. So there. I am not. I will not accept. I will not accept it. Because even people like when I was in. So I went to New York City. It doesn't matter what I went and why, but I was at a house party out in. The rich people towns mm-hmm. and i met this australian man who was like i don't understand having dogs as pets dogs are outside things when i when i grew up like dogs are outside animals what you the fuck keep them as how he was dead serious so like he's he was married it was a fun i was at a fundraiser for a private school it was mm-hmm. whatever it doesn't matter um and he we were talking about like animals and he was like, yeah, I don't, I I don't keep pets indoors. He's like, because pets for us were, they were keeping like the bugs and all like they were keeping pests away. He's Mm -hmm. like, they are indoor things. Mm -hmm. So that's like the only time that I can kind of see it is if you're culturally, and he didn't hate animals. He just didn't Mm -hmm. see them as an indoor thing. Mm -hmm. Like animals aren't indoor things for him. Because he mm-hmm. was raised where they are farm animals. Mm-hmm. Which is wild to me. That's that crazy. blows my mind. That is crazy. So that's the only time I can kind of see an exception. Is if you're raised in an experience where they're just not indoor. You know, like, that'd be like having a cow inside. 
honestly, that's how I feel about kids. I'm like, you know, I don't see I've them as never anything. seen kids outside forever, except like on one of those like give them your money because you know starving Marvin from um from South Park. Like that's the only time that I've ever seen. Yeah, kids outside. Yeah, kids probably shouldn't like live outside, but. Yeah. I would probably be more tolerant to a person that says, like, yeah, like, I just, I keep my kid outside all the time. Like, I think that kids should be outdoors. I don't think I'd you be would like, be. I don't think you would be I'm more totally joking. That. I wouldn't. I would fuck I someone I just don't up. think you would be. I would fuck I think someone you'd up. Be like, I think you'd be like, oh, that's interesting. And then you'd call CPS on them. Oh, I have absolutely called CPS. Um, My, my last field work, I was fucking pissed. There was, it was very obvious that, um... A, a kid someone needed to call in for a kid and yeah. the people around me weren't doing it and I'm just like so who's gonna fucking call in are until... you a mandatory reporter as an OT yes yeah okay. OTs are mandatory reporters and it was making me really angry that there was very obvious signs of sexual abuse of one of the kiddos at the clinic uh-huh. and and they were just like oh well there's no solid evidence and then my anyway I was fucking angry. I will call in no fucking problem. I've, I've done it a few times. I, yeah, I do not. I don't tolerate any, any like, type of I was abuse. Joking? I was joking. Like, I will straight up fuck someone up. <laughs> You're like, uh, not only mandatory report, I will also murder. That's also I, something I do. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll make it look like an accident. I, you won't <laughs> find my fingerprints. It's fine. No, um, I'm not, I'm not a kid hater. People who listen to this, I don't, I don't see kids in my cards as of right now, but I do Get love it. That's kids. a tarot joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in my cards. Um, Maggie pulled them before this and they said no kids, but anyway, <laughs> but yeah, no. That's yeah. But that's, um. That I was also wondering if OTs were mandatory reporters. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I think any like, any healthcare. Position. I was gonna say I think any healthcare position would be. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, this has been a fun like hour and seventy five minutes. I feel like, but I guess it's only been an hour. <laughs> we're just like so we don't even have a topic. Oh, um, I, I'm just kidding. Um, here is everything that's ever happened to Jamie, and also here's Maggie's uh-huh. take on it, and also Maggie's not going to share anything. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and Cosmo, 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 Cosmo. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Good. Good episode. Good. Good time, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>